The excitement is building for the return of ACL Radio's Blues on the Green this year. Mark your calendar for two nights of music, food, and fun, Tuesday, June 11th and Wednesday, June 12th. We want to thank all of our sponsors, specifically Circuit of the Americas, for helping to keep ACL Radio's Blues on the Green free and open to the public in Zilker Park. Blues on the Green is an Austin tradition, and we look forward to seeing you again this summer. ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff Ward Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you respond. Pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Here are the phone numbers. You'll need them. 512-834-1027. It's 512-834-1027. On Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it this week, I'm at Jeff Ward Show. You can post your comments there, but just don't do this. Don't suck. Make the show better. Bring your A game. Just do what you can to make the show better if you post comments. There's plenty of ammo for you. I have a pretty good feeling that it could go sideways in a hurry, and that's fine, too. That's at Jeff Ward Show. Uh, Make sure you check out the podcast. We drop a podcast every single afternoon. The Jeff Ward Show podcast is available wherever you download your podcast. Subscribe to it. You can also subscribe to the YouTube show. We post that every afternoon as well. I look like Shrek sitting in front of a weird wall, but it seems to be doing pretty well. Check it out. Subscribe to it. The Jeff Ward Show on YouTube. Uh, It's been a while. Feels like it's been a while. You know what happens on Fridays. I'm on an email chain with record executives, and the record executives... Um, have these focus groups and the focus groups talk about the worst songs ever made the worst songs ever created they're songs that no one in their right mind would ever like they're just pathetic I call them songs that suck (laughs) you name name the artist the year and the song title There's one straight from the skating rink sucking face right there. That's one where you're making out by the pinball machine. Uh, That would be Hart, who mostly is terrible. Let's go with 1984, What About Love? 1985. Whatever. Seattle's own heart. What about love? Really? Your hometown? Hometown. Is that good or bad? I think it's mostly good. It's bad in this instance, but <laughs> okay. <There laughs> mainly some, good. You yeah. know, they're early stuff. I mean, to be honest, it was different. Yeah, they're not all bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, fair enough. Oh, boy. Well, look where this is going. Aaron Rodgers has gotten out of his lane just like Elon Musk. I know, I'm waiting on the blowback. It's coming, trust me. It's almost, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Elon Musk are almost Donald Trump territory in that it's like Pavlov's dog. 
Some people hear it and immediately freak out and say, I hate you, I want you to die. I'm starting to get that feeling, and I'm sure I'll get the, uh, the email, because I read so much of it. I'm sure I'll get the email, you suck and you should die. But Aaron Rodgers is out of his lane, and I'm going to compare him to Elon Musk. You're going to scream, but Jeff, they're both super successful. Yeah, in their lane they are. But you know what's happened? They've both been sucked into the tinfoil hat space, and it's a problem. And it's become a very big problem. In the case of one guy, it's such a problem getting sucked into the tinfoil hat space with the fanboys that it's, uh, he's burned through $35 billion. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers now. Uh, stories all over the place. Here we are. This is Pro Football Talk, which is run by an attorney, by the way, who's very good, Mike Florio. Headline reads, absence of Jimmy Kimmel from Jeffrey Epstein list raises stakes for Aaron Rodgers, comma, ESPN. Yeah. Then there was, I'm not going to say, if you would accuse people at ESPN of trying to do, do all they can to deflect from ESPN, I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with critics of all stripes, but I don't know that I can blame people. I, I, I don't think ESPN, well probably had an indication that the knucklehead that is Aaron Rodgers was going to sooner or later end up in this place. But I don't think it's fair to say that's ESPN's fault right now. But that said, it's that platform and the damage is done. And the fact that Jimmy Kimmel didn't appear on the Epstein list, which he said he wouldn't, is exactly right. It has raised the stakes. Here goes Stephen A. Smith. I think this might have been on his podcast. He... um. You know, I think he went to bat, understandably so, for Pat McAfee after all this stuff has happened that I could explain it pretty clearly. I want to go, I want to address rather a story that hits home, but not for reasons you think. It involves Mr. Pat McAfee, my colleague at ESPN. Quite honestly, friend, I think he's a good dude. Um, You know, Black white relations, you know, a lot of times people, you know, they fake the funk and all of that other stuff. And you get along with some people, you don't get along with others and all of that stuff. You're different and all of this, you know, content of character matters most. And what I like about Pat McAfee, so much noise came in his direction when he first arrived at Disney. And people were making a lot of noise about what he was worth and all of this other stuff, not seeing the big picture. And the big picture was that. He had his own brand. He had his own show that he ran, that he created, that he developed. And you simply bought his product, not employed him, which a lot of businesses are doing in this day and age. That's why you see people with podcasts, why you see people trying to develop podcasts. All right, so where this is going, I don't know how long this goes on. Is, you know, he's, he's going out of his way to defend McAfee, which... Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get that blowback. I didn't, I didn't sense that. Um, you know, maybe he feels compelled to do it. I, he's doing it on his podcast, so no one's telling Stephen A. Smith to do this. So let, let me set this up, because I think there's a completely different direction of this that I'll take it to make everyone angry. Elon Musk and Aaron Rodgers have the same problem. They both seem to get bored with their jobs. They both have a diva streak, very much a diva streak. There's no greater diva than Aaron Rodgers. Both are smart guys, no doubt, and they want to be—they want to be thought of as edgy. They want to be thought of as rogue. 
right? They're so bored and so complacent in their lane, they need to get out of it and be thought of different ways. This is my take on the two of them, and yes, I do think they've both now made the same mistake. But both Aaron Rodgers and Elon Musk um, have been taken out of their lanes and have said and done stupid things, really stupid things, and they both have been caught up in the same tinfoil hat right-wing fanboy vortex. And if you would like to write that down and start passing along on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now that he's ruined, then go right ahead and do that. I'll repeat it for you. Tinfoil hat, right-wing fanboy vortex. These two smart people have been sucked into it. And it's not hard to do. I'm in the audience business. Elon Musk had no business getting into the media business. Okay? None. I said it in the beginning. You may know batteries, man, but you have no idea what you're doing in the media space. And he got in there for all the wrong reasons. He got in there because he seems to love the idea of being different and opinionated. And he also seems to love the idea of being worshipped by, you ready for him again? Being worshipped by the tinfoil hat right-wing fanboys. So he's cratered the business by 71%, in my opinion, largely because he didn't get into it to run the business. He didn't get into it to be in the media business. He got into it because the fanboys, the tinfoil hat fanboys, worshipped him and he liked it. And they sucked him into it and guess what? He got out of his lane. Aaron Rodgers, one of arguably five best quarterbacks to play the game, um, no, no denying that he's a Hall of Famer. No denying that when healthy, he's a good player. No denying all that stuff. Now look where he is. He has fallen for the same tinfoil hat, right-wing fanboy love. My opinion. And it's a problem for him. The giant network with a sign that's right next to my head, a very big sign. Ridiculously large for the studio size. But that sign that's right behind my head right now, they've got a problem with it. The New York Jets, I'm sure, are sick and tired of it. Already. The guy played four snaps, and he's become a public relations nightmare, just like he was with the Packers. So they've got a problem with it. And I think the NFL has a problem with it. And before you do that stupid thing where you say, well, First Amendment, Jeff, shut your face. This is not the capital steps. You don't, <laughs> this is not a First Amendment issue. So the first battle Hall of Famer, an incredibly ridiculous diva, said that talk show hosts, Jimmy Kimmel, should be worried because he was going to be on the Jeffrey Epstein list. Okay? If you don't know Jeffrey Epstein, Google that. I don't know how you wouldn't know that. It's a list, um, and based on most credible reports... It didn't really out any criminal behavior. I know that bothers the tinfoil hat fanboys. I know it bothers them because this is their world, right? Sitting around your underwear on a message board. But it didn't really out much criminal behavior. It didn't turn out to be what I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. But at the very least, it's a bad look if you're on the list. At the very least, being mentioned with Jeffrey Epstein, being photographed with Jeffrey Epstein, knowing Jeffrey Epstein is a really, really bad look whether you've committed crime or not. It's a really bad day. Okay? It'll haunt you. Jimmy Kimmel denied it that he was on the list. He called out Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers said it on ESPN. 
and he said um, that Aaron Rodgers would face legal consequences because he's not on the list, and sure enough, he's not on the list. Aaron Rodgers said on this giant network that's owned by Disney, the company doesn't seem to like bad press nor lawsuits. So your boss typically doesn't like lawsuits, particularly when you're going to lose. Jimmy Kimmel wasn't on the list. Disney and Aaron Rodgers will be lucky if he doesn't sue. I don't know that he will. Maybe nothing comes of it. Um, But that's not my point. My point is, see how easy it is for these super successful divas to get sucked into tinfoil hat, right-wing fanboy. Yeah. Why Aaron Rodgers would go there, right? I mean, people say, well, what, what is he even doing? I mean, get in your lane, man. But this has been, I've been predicting this, have I not? Not quite this level, but I've been predicting that he would go full-on knucklehead for a while. He went knucklehead because he's caught up in the tinfoil hat, right-wing fanboy love. They suck you into it. They're worshiping because their world is, I'm dateless, I'm mad, and I want love conspiracy theories. And they suck them right into it. So he does it just like Elon Musk. He likes the praise. He likes the tinfoil hat right-wing fanboy space. He likes it. It's fun. It's different. It's cool. It's rogue. Yeah, well, then you get stupid. Sooner or later, you're going to go knucklehead. It's easy to get caught up, by the way. It really is. I mean, the audience business, man, you can spend all, you can spend a lot of time in there getting worshipped, man. It's, uh, it's easy to get in there. But the tinfoil hat right-wing fanboys are loud. They are passionate. They're angry. And they're pissed at a lot of people, and they want a voice. And when they got a famous voice, they really want you to do their stuff. They really want you to be that, uh, that sounding board. They want you, because they're in their underwear, They want you, famous person, to go out there and run with those conspiracy theories. They want you to fight people publicly. That's what they like to do. And you get sucked in there because they'll worship you. They want their theories spread. And they will cheer on Elon Musk. They'll cheer on Aaron Rodgers to spread them. See, they have no risk. Fans have no risk. Audience has no risk. (laughs) Um. That's what's amazing about smart guys to get caught up in it. They have no risk. Their business isn't tanking, and they don't face defamation lawsuits. They love famous people to spread their theories and grievances, and if you engage them, and this is true of any audience, but this one in particular, if you engage them and you give them any idea that you're on their side, that you're open to whatever they're suggesting, they will either love you or they will trash you. And if you're a prisoner of their praise like divas like Elon Musk and Aaron Rodgers, they'll suck you in and hijack you. Right? Aaron Rodgers isn't saying this because he's saying it to an ESPN audience. He's saying it because he's saying it to the tinfoil hat right-wing fanboys. That's who he's saying it to. Elon Musk isn't running Twitter because he's worried about IBM advertising, which is what you would do if you're in your lane. No, no, no. He's, He's talking to... The very person that evening or night when he gets on his phone and they're worshiping him. Um, So they're doing and saying stupid things. Stupid things like Elon Musk. um, And he runs off advertisers to the detriment of his business. Or you do what Aaron Rodgers does um, for the last two years. You say idiotic things to the media. You lie about your COVID vaccine. You lie to the NFL. You whine about things. 
You tell everyone they're picking on you. He spends the off-season wanting the whole world to worship him and talk about him retiring or not retiring. And he's sucked into the tinfoil hat, right-wing fanboy echo chamber. That's where he is. I don't think he'll take back the comments because that's where a lot of the news is now, whether he'll take back the comments, whether he would apologize. I mean, I'm sure a lawyer would have already told him, hey, buddy, you need to back off this right away. He's not going to. He doesn't see it that way. He can go right back to the message boards or whoever's fanboys are, and they're going to say, screw them, Aaron. You're cool. Um, the NFL, ESPN, Pat McAfee, the Jets, all in a terrible spot. Has anyone noticed the last couple of employers of Aaron Rodgers keep ending up in these places? Ask the Green Bay Packers why it is that they would release and shove out the door a first battle Hall of Famer, was he a three- or four-time MVP? They made him the highest-paid player in the game. And then a year and a half later, when they don't make the playoffs, they say, sure, sure, go, go, please go. He is a hassle. You know when he's really a hassle? When he's not playing. If he's playing and winning MVPs, you can tolerate a lot of stuff. But guess what? The dude played four snaps. And now the Packers. The Packers who said, you know, we love you, but go ahead, please go. Please go, because he's such a hassle. He's such a diva. And the Packers now about to make the playoffs. So you're learning why they did it, why they wanted out of the relationship. Even though he threw them under the bus, you know what? Now you can tell now why, because he's constant hassle. It never stops. He just keeps ramping up because the tinfoil hat fanboys are pushing him and pushing him and pushing him, in my opinion. Where's the evidence of this? What do you mean, where's the evidence of this? The evidence is these stupid things that he says. That comes exactly from the tinfoil hat crowd. Trust me. So audiences are powerful. You know, just kind of pull the curtain back on the business. I mean, audiences are powerful. Loving audiences, worshiping audiences are extra powerful. Okay? That's what happens to talk show hosts. You become crusaders for the audience. Um... So here's what Elon Musk and Aaron Rodgers, this is what they've completely miscalculated. I know it's hard to believe that two people so successful, so seemingly so smart, of course they're not dumb guys. Aaron Rodgers is not a dumb guy. You don't have to be dumb to fall prey to the tinfoil hat guys, the fanboys. But here's what they've completely miscalculated, and they're now starting to pay a price, and everyone around them pays a price. Alex Jones, yep, same crowd, same mentality, same kind of genre, same thing. Alex Jones is in the crusader business for an audience. Okay? He's in the audience business. This is where people need to learn to stay in your lane. He's in the audience business. All of us in this space are in the audience business. But Alex Jones is in the tinfoil hat, right-wing fanboy audience business. And look where that got him. Right? You, you, you suck up to that crowd enough, you'll do enough dumb things and it ends badly almost every time. Okay? But at least that's his job. That's his lane. Elon Musk. If Elon Musk had stayed in his lane, he'd be successful in the battery industry, and he stays away from screwing up Twitter. He didn't get into Twitter because he loved the media business. He's got into Twitter for ego because this crowd, this powerful online crowd, really liked him. And Aaron Rodgers now, if he'd stay in his lane, he'd be in the quarterback business. But look where the tinfoil hat right-wing fanboys 
have taken Aaron Rodgers. And now, you know what? I don't know what the clock is on him apologizing or taking it back or doing all the stuff you need to do when you're really involved in a defamation case. I don't know that he'll take it back. It doesn't seem like a guy who wants to back away. And no, by the way, that's not cool. Because I don't think the crowd is going to let him, and I don't think he's going to let the echo chamber down. So I don't see him backing away at all. But you see my point. These are, they're like both classic examples of what being a prisoner of the audience will do to you. It'll make you dumb. It will make you get out of your lane. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. Suck. No doubt. About this moment, what should be flashing in front of your eyes is, I don't know about you, but it's just like random stream of thought here. This would be, right now, what's flashing in front of my eyes would be Swarty Girls, Ecstasy, and Bartles and James. has ever liked that song that is not on ecstasy and if you're male and you like that song you need to go away right now you need to just go away all right artist frankie goes to hollywood year uh the song is relax yep yep two for two yep year would be hang on i think i had a members only jacket so that would be Let's go 85. One, too high. 19, too high? 83. 1983. Huh. Well, I really was out of it. <laughs> that was a rough night, I guess. Huh. Well, that's terrible. Yeah. That is, uh, that's all ecstasy and all wine coolers all the time. The Olympics are coming this summer, and is this the year of, this isn't flag football yet, this is probably cornhole, skateboarding, ballroom dancing, whatever, so whatever the Americans can win at, that's, that's the goal. Just put together some sort of fake sports and just make sure we win. It is now announced by NBC. <laughs> um, I didn't know you'd done this before, I, I missed that part. Guess who is a special correspondent for NBC for the Paris Olympics. When you think of athletics, when you think of the shot put, when you think of the hammer throw, triple jump, you know, real sports, not ballroom dancing with glitter on it, stuff like that. Who do you think of? I know who you think of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is a special reporter for NBC at the Paris Olympics this year. He says, I grew up watching the Olympics and I'm thrilled to see. <laughs> It's going to be the most epic Olympics ever, so stay tuned, says Snoop. You got to say this for the guy, right? I mean, if you look at, in your lifetime, if you look at celebrities, there's a business term, I hate to go to page 41 on you, but um, called line extension. And it's finding ways to extend the brand. 
Man, there are not many people that have extended the brand quite like Snoop Dogg. I mean, this guy has, this is a long life cycle of a career. Doesn't he do a show with Martha Stewart? He's got the Corona. I mean, the guy is, he's pretty great at extending it. He's pretty great at being Snoop Dogg for, what are we dating back to, like early 90s? Yeah. It's impressive. The games will be stupid. Um, I mean, no, I'm sorry. It's the, I call it the games of the soccer mom. So whatever glitter and stuff you can put into the sport, fake sport, that's what they're going to do. They throw Snoop Dogg in there hoping that it'll appeal to someone under the age of 75. So I don't know if it's really going to be good or it's really going to be bad. I'm not sure which one it is. They say he's done it before. So I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I get lost. I try to watch sports, and so I'm lost when you do like, what is that ribbon dance thing that they do? I, I you lose me there. That's all in prime time too. So whatever the goal of uh, NBC is to only have sports in which the contestants can have spray on tans and glitter. Make sure you check out the Jeff Ward Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.